we're back. Welcome to Real Lucha Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Miguel. And we're here to bring to you another breakdown of AEW Dark. Which episode is it? This is episode 83 of Dark. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. So we're here to bring to you our breakdown. That's right. That's our gimmick. That's how we summarize all the matches that happen throughout the night. And let's get to it. Welcome to the AEW Dark Breakdown of Episode 83. Excalibur and Taz are on commentary. First match to begin the day is Dark Order versus Jake St. Patrick, Sage Scott, and Chandler Hopkins. A small package driver by three on Chandler takes it. Second match is Brick Aldridge, Justin Law, and Hayden Backlund versus Team Taz. The Orange Crew is in trios action again, and with a little more unity this time out, Cage wins with a Drill Claw! For match number three, we see Rex Lawless and Dean Alexander versus Jurassic Express, a roundhouse by Luchasaurus, and a back elbow by Jungle Boy gets them the W. Fourth match is Fuego del Sol versus Ryan Nemeth. Coming out with the blog crew was not enough morale to get fire over the Hollywood hunk who takes it with a butt shake neckbreaker. Fifth match is John Cruz versus the Butcher. Butch lands filet mignon to finish it. Chopping. For match number six, we have Sea Stars versus. Vert Vixen and Jasmine Allure, an assisted senton by Vox off her sister's shoulders, gets the win. Seventh match is Maddie Rankowski and Vipress versus Red Velvet and Kylene King. Kingdom Falls and Chef's Kiss seals the deal for the King and Red. Eighth match is Baron Black versus JD Drake. The blue collar big guy wins it with a single legged dropkick. For match number nine. Number nine? Number nine is Casey Navarro and Aaron Fry versus Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. A split stunner and greetings from Asbury Park takes it for the Jersey Boys. Tenth match is Mike Magnum versus Mike Seidel. The former Evan Bourne wins with a lightning spiral. Eleventh match is Barry Morales versus Matt Hardy. With his newly named Hardy Family Office stable, Big Money Matt unveils his new submission finisher, The Leech. Wonderful! For match number 12, and main event of the day, we got the Hybrid 2 versus Bear Country. Them Bear Boys got the Godzilla versus Kong Dynamite match rub as they proclaim this dark land, Bear Country, and land a bear bomb to the submission technician for the one, two, three. Bear Country, another win for the big duo, right? Bear Bon, Bear Bronson, Bear Boulder. Um, they take out our guys, TH2. Um, these guys uh, are very talented, and, and I'm really talking about all four men at this point. Um, I, I kind of want to say that it's, it's safe to say overall, probably uh, TH2 has um, are the vets of the two teams but bear country is definitely on the rise uh create a pro you know congrats to you guys for coming out with another two 
uh, awesome um, guys, right? Awesome workers uh, in the biz. So yeah, um, and uh, I I got kind of excited. I was talking to Miguel about this. They finally have a proper name for their finisher. Uh, every every week in and week out when I'm doing uh, the breakdowns and whatnot, we have to talk about how uh, Bear Country wins their matches with their finisher, which is an electric chair drop from Bear Boulder onto Bear Bronson, to Bear Bronson onto their opponent. And that's just like a mouthful, right? Yeah. So oh, yeah. finally they have a name. <laughs> That maneuver is called the Bear Bomb. So uh, there you have bear it. Bomb. They should call it like a Bear Splash or something because it, it, when I hear bomb, I think of the Power Bomb, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyways, it, it, that's their name. They could always change it if they wanted to. But that's the name for now. And I'm glad it just has a name in general, right? It makes it, makes it uh, feel like it's bigger, right? Like it's better. Like it's yeah, essentially it's exactly, a proper yeah. finish. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, let's get into the promos. We only have a couple because this That's is true. this is dark. This isn't dynamite. We're not gonna have uh, a plethora of promos. And this isn't even elevation. We're gonna have awesome like uh, interviews by Paul White. So we got promo number one. It's a backstage with Ryan Nemeth and Cesar Benoni. Hollywood hunk. Exactly. Cesar doesn't like. Uh, Ryan Nemeth's idea he will mold JD Drake into a sexy wingman that's what Ryan I like says. to see that in try. I like to see it happen he says he needs two wingmen so this is interesting Pretty Peter the uh, the leader of the pretty picture which is what we know as the tag team of uh, Pretty Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi, right? Who has in himself hasn't uh, hasn't de- has debuted, I believe, uh, this year, right, with the company. So now we're seeing this connection between Ryan Nemeth and Cesar Bononi, and now s- extended to this guy JD Drake, right? Yeah, the blue collar <laughs> worker. So. Um, I'm, I'm confused. We haven't seen Peter, Pretty Peter in a while. It's kind of like he's yeah. gone or hurt or something. So, um, Pretty Peter, where are you? You're Miguel's guy. Yeah, man. Come back. So, where the hell are you? One. Two, what is this? What is this wingman? Is this... Is Ryan Nemeth trying to poach Cesar Bononi away from Pretty Peter? Is... Um, Ryan Nemeth trying to join Cesar Bononi and pretty peter into the pretty picture what is this wingman is is wingman gonna be a new faction right and (laughs) and the pretty picture is the tag team of cesar and uh pretty peter within this faction called the wingman like like what's happening here i'm intrigued another faction a kind of a weird one at that right like a different cast of characters for sure right but especially jd jd is the extreme of of the of the four if they were to become a unit and i'm very interested to see what's going to happen there. in my opinion nemeth should be the leader without a doubt a pretty picture if they want to live up to the name of the faction i completely disagree i need my boy pretty 
Peter to be the leader because he made it and he, did, he, he is did. he made the the stable one and two his name is pretty Peter it's named after him yeah yeah it is it, yeah, yeah yeah hey hey that's that's just my take on it if you he's got to get rid of that stash though that's very that's not that's old that's he's that's decades ago what if <laughs> what if uh, we're both wrong and JD becomes the leader. If he could manage that, then I would be impressed. That would be even more interesting than both of our ideas, I think. Yeah, that would actually. It could be, yes. If he was to pull it off. I agree. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, interesting promo to start, right? Not necessarily in what was said, per se. The wingman part, yeah, sure. But um, just uh, what it entails for these guys. Right? Uh, promo two, right? Our, our second and last promo of the night. It's... A package with Max Caster. It's a diss track to towards Hangman. It says he has no friends, and uh, he uh, Max goes on to beat up a toy horsey. So um, this is a diss track. Um, it it wasn't probably probably wasn't as good as the one against uh, Jericho and and MJF. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. But uh, but it, it's funny, very funny, and Max Caster does a great job with his rapping in all of his uh, segments where he does it. It fits well within the story, and uh, there's there's uh, the same thing here. So uh, I would like to take it to Miguel here, and uh, he'll have uh. Three matches that he, in particular, wants to highlight. So, uh, why don't you uh, start us off? Yeah, so the first match I want to highlight is Team Taz versus, and specifically, uh, the Team Taz members of uh, Cage uh, and Ricky Starks and um, and Powerhouse Ops versus Brick Aldridge, Justin Lott, and Hayden Backlund. Uh, let's be real, a jobber team, three-man team, the... the those <laughs> the latter three which I mentioned, um, obviously K you know to start off Cage whips ass for a while you know throughout the match with like I th- I believe it was Brick and Justin, <laughs> and then until he he tags in Hobbs but he this is what I love so Ricky's like in his face like hey tag me and then he deliberately kind of like goes past Ricky to tag Hobbs he goes out, it looks like he goes out of his way to tag Hobbs. Which of course Ricky's like you know disrespect. He's being very passive. Like he's like okay, all right, it's okay. I see. Yeah, that, that's a good move. That's a good move. You know, if Rick, Ricky's being the you know he he's a passive one of the group. It looks like or kind of both. All of them are. They're like if something's done to like you slight the other. They're like okay, yeah, yeah. I guess that was that was best. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's just how it's been for this past month. I would say. And then once uh Rick once Hobbs tags in Ricky, Ricky actually ha- manhandles Hayden. Like he actually like he easily picks him up and fo- and puts him over his shoulders to do um is that move called? Uh, where they it's like a reverse F five. Uh, who does it? Uh, Ricky. A reverse F five. It's like it's on like a uh, um, uh, fireman's carry. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, yes, fireman's carry. My uh, my bad guys. Sorry about that. Uh, and then also when um, when Cage tags himself back in, uh, he whips that ass for a while longer. And then when he finally you know is gonna tag, it looks like Hobbs in Ricky like 
you know, inserts himself, tags in, uh, uh, tags himself in for Cage, and then he <clears throat> he he does his uh, what's his move called? Uh, whose move? Uh, Ricky, his his finisher. Uh, which one? The one, that, the main one. Is it a slam? Yes. Uh, Rochambeau. But he does Rochambeau, and then he very generously he tags in. He he begs he begs to tag in Cage so Cage could finish him off with a drill claw, which he does, and then they shake hands after the match. There you go. So Team Taz is fine. Where is it? On the surface, yeah. It looks calm and ready. But Cage is you could see after the match, he's still very suspicious of um of Ricky. Because even as they're like celebrating after the match Cage keeps looking back over his shoulder to look at Ricky to see what he's doing. Like, uh, he <laughs> well, thinks he's, he's going to be like, like, yeah, or like mock him or, or taunt him or something. <laughs> and then the other, so like, I really hope that this is beginning of like, you know, an up a, uphill bet, you know, just, it goes out, you know, uh, things go handy dandy from here on now, or at least go better for Team Taz. Because I do like Team Taz. I do not want them to uh, split up just yet. Yeah, I think the, the big takeaways I took from that match is, like you said, a lot of storytelling there, right? In in uh, a, a jobber match, right? In like a absolute destruction match. Yes. And um, another thing that I like to point out is we don't really get to see uh, Team Taz in full effect, right? We yeah. always get to see two of them team up, a lot of uh, solo outings from each member. So to have really the three like true wrestlers right the active guys of the group in uh, powerhouse hobbs absolute ricky starks and uh, the swolverine brian cage together teaming up you know in a six man uh i i really like to see that and like to see more of that right um when uh kind of begs the question when are we gonna get some trios titles right so oh. like a team like that can can really uh show show uh show up right Ugh. That would be the day. I know that'd be a great. That'd be an awesome day. But and then next match, I was actually originally gonna talk about one of the other matches I was gonna talk about was gonna be the main event. But our, our but our guy Larry here already spoke about the main event, so I don't want to just regurgitate, regurgitate what he said. So instead, I'm gonna replace that with this other match. Uh, JD Drake. I want to give his give him his due versus Baron Black. So even though this is sort of like you know, if you're just coming in. And starting to watch AEW Dark right now, you might have no idea who these guys are. But JD Drake, he started. We started seeing him on Dark probably what, like two and a half months ago, I would say. And at first, he just has a look like, oh yeah, this guy's a job, or he's gonna lose. And he he was losing a lot in the beginning. However, every single one of his matches, he he would always give his opponents like, no matter how seasoned they were or like how obvious it was gonna, it looked like they were gonna win. He always gave him such a hard time. He made them work their ass off for their win against him. So I like it out of this match. He pummels Baron Black for a while, and then he finally wins with a high with a big boot, like it was a high boot, and um, which kind of, the way he did it kind of looks like a claymore almost. And yeah, I, very much so, like a claymore. And um, yeah, I just feel like that J, J, J D Drake finally got what he deserves. You know, he's getting what he deserves. I think he. A match that in which he is not the job is the reverse. He jobs out someone, or he, you know, and like you know, he uh, someone else is jobbing out to him. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, he was dominant, just like you know, he's been 
uh, wrestling this past few months, and like just he's got like a mean streak look on his face, you know. So, you know, I'm I'm glad that he's finally starting to get wins under his belt, and especially since he's looks like he's about to join a pretty picture in some fashion or another. So we'll see how that turns out. And then the other match I want to talk about was actually very Morales versus Matt Hardy because Matt Hardy, we all know he's gonna win this match. So he takes it upon himself to toy with very throughout the match by uh, showing him his back uh, on the, you know um, on purpose while he's on the, while Vera's on the floor he taunts him and then <laughs> at one point he's even like Vary why are you lying down Vary <laughs> he's like don't sleep please don't sleep <laughs> and then of course he finishes the match off by making Vary tap out to his um, relatively new finisher the leech yes. submission move brand spanking new. Yeah, and then of course after the match, um, Matt bitches about Darby, calling him a sellout. He claims Darby, and he claims that um, Darby's gonna you know lose to him, lose his title to him because they're gonna face off at Dynamite this week uh, for the TNT title. And yeah, we'll see how it goes. I actually wouldn't be that. I wish I wouldn't be upset if Matt wins the title. To be honest, but I, I kind of do hope Darby retains. Yeah, this is really yeah. That's really like that's a good point. That's really like a third promo that we get from here. Right, another promo that we didn't really go over is a uh, post match uh, with uh, Matt Hardy, um, and yeah, uh, yeah, great job, man, great job at some uh, highlighting those matches. Yeah. So I think we should get into our match of the night, our spot of the night, and our work of the night. What do you say? I say let's do it. All right. Uh, do you want me to start? Yeah, sure. Uh, our honorable mention for work of the night is. Uh, a line from Taz. He says, uh, "I've known Matt for a long time, and he's a gentleman and a scholar." <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, I just love that. Uh, Taz is a great commentator. He has been for years. Uh, Miguel and I probably have watched him since he's, he became a commentator, right? In uh, uh, the old SmackDown days, right? Yes. So uh, to see him still doing it, um, seeing him. Uh, I think take a lot more joy than he's probably has in a long time uh, in commentating. Uh, it's, it's very, it's very great to see, but that's my honorable mention. My work of the night is uh, D- John Cruz during the match, John Cruz versus the butcher of uh, the, the butcher and the blade. Mark butcher is known for doing these stomps, right? When during his entrance, uh, the bunny, the blade, they're standing in the middle of the ring, and he just does these stomps where it's basically um, he kneels forward and then he takes the other foot and kneels forward with that, bends the knee multiple times to uh, to move uh, in a forward in a circular uh, motion as well. Yeah. And uh, Mark Quinn, right? Like now that they have this partnership, right? All of these guys, par- private party. Butcher, Bunny, and the Blade are all teaming up with Matt Hardy to form the Hardy family office. Mark Quinn is doing the Butcher stomps along with Butcher. I love that, man. That just adds so much character and really shows you what Private Party is all about. And they're kind of like some goofballs. And at the same time, guys that are trying to uh, really uh, succeed in uh, doing everything that Matt Hardy teaches them. So I I just love that. I just love stuff like that. Little stuff like that. Um, do you want to get into your work of the night? Yeah. So my work of the night actually was <clears throat> Max Caster's diss track about Adam Page. 
Oh, you can't go wrong with that. With a diss track, man. Yeah, that, that thing is like uh, definitely one of the works of the night. And how about the spot of the night? Oh, yeah. I got my spot of the night. Is It was a little hard to find, per se, what I wanted to do. Um, but I got to show some love to my guy, Bear Boulder. Uh, main event match. And so, you you know, you want to impress. And Bear Boulder, in all of his outings, really, shows how much of a beefcake he is, right? The guy had... Um, does a Samoan drop with, uh, I think, Angelico on his shoulders and a fallaway slam to Jack Evans, who he has basically on the other side of his body, holding, prepping him up with his arms. So he does a fallaway slam and Samoan drop to TH2 at the exact same time. Very cool. Like this, uh, Bear Boulder is, um, is a powerhouse man the, the guy is strong and that like solo combo offense that he has is very cool so i gotta give that's gotta be my spot hands down the name so in my spot and i actually was when the the match between sea stars versus jasmine allure and vert vixen so my spot was when the sea stars won with it looked like I, I didn't know what to call it other than an assisted senton. I said the same thing. Very cool. And yeah, so like, uh, what would you call it? Just assist, assisted senton? For the moment, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, dude, that's a that's a great pick. Sea uh, Stars are uh, two sisters, right? From Rock, from Rhode Island, I believe. And uh, yeah, uh, Ashley Vox basically does. Um, has her, old, I think her younger sister, I think, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Demi. Uh, the old, the younger sister is the taller one, so she's standing in front of the turnbuckle mm-hmm. while uh, Ashley Vox is on top of the turnbuckle and basically uh, ha- jumps onto her old, her younger sister, who's pretty tall, and ha- does that hesitation senton kind of like ricochet would do but except instead of doing it on a person he would do it on the ro- on the on the ropes but right yeah, yeah. so uh yeah if there's another name for it i would call it like a hesitation senton right because you you uh prep your legs on something before you fall straight forward for a senton bomb so very cool very awesome spot man uh kudos what about the match of the night my match of the night hmm <clears throat> I feel like I've been giving it to my boy Matt Hardy, Mattitude V1 now. So I'm. This is this is uh, the time when I will not, <laughs> for sure. Uh, <laughs> this wasn't the match to uh, to do that. I'm gonna give an honorable mention to Fuego del Sol versus Ryan Nemeth. Uh, it was cool that uh, Fuego del Sol had uh, CME's vlog the Sammy's vlog crew come out with him, which was Griff Garrison and Marco Stunt. Yeah. Unfortunately, that didn't lead to a win, <laughs> but it was still pretty cool. Uh, another another uh, honorable mention has to go to uh, Dark Order versus Jake St. Patrick, Sage Scott, and Chandler Hopkins to begin the night. Um, yeah, it, this is very, pretty much um, what all of Dark Order's three-man matches in Dark looks like. Uh, it's a time for them to show off what uh, they have in their arsenal 
and uh, kind of be kind of flashy in, in a cool way yeah. at the Dark Order, showing uh, us what they're all about. And my my but my main my match of the night does have to be the main event, Hybrid Two Bear Country. I'm a big fan of both, probably more so TH Two. I've known them for a while now, and uh, I'm I'm very much appreciative of them uh, putting over guys like Bear Boulder, guys that are really trying to make it into the business. So a lot of respect to uh, the Hybrid Two. And uh, definitely showing some love to uh, Bear Bear Country, right? Uh, you guys are um, definitely killing it with this opportunity that that you that you've earned. Yeah. What about yourself? My match of the night was actually Team what uh, the match I spoke about earlier. Team Taz versus Brick Aldridge, Justin Law, and Hayden Backlund. A lot of storytelling. That's a good pick because it's a lot of storytelling. Yes. For a, a pretty simple match, right? Uh, you know, Team Taz is gonna dis- demolish this this uh, this crew of uh, dark all stars, right? Is what I like. Yeah, to and then <laughs> there's just like all that subtle tension between the uh, Team Taz, specifically Starks and Cage. So I really hope that team that Taz himself, the man, has a few tricks up his tricks up his sleeve on how to remedy that. Who can stop the path of cage? Um, yeah, man. Well, well put. Uh, as always, when we end our pod, we like to say, um, tune in to AEW Dark. It is on every Tuesday. Yep. On YouTube. YouTube, man. So if you can't watch it live Tuesdays at 7, uh, just, you know, watch it anytime after that because that's the beauty of uh, a YouTube show, right? You can watch it anytime. So uh, give me two sweet ski, super elite style, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks and for tuning peace. in. Lucha! Lucha.